0: I ran Michigan. Like, I don't even know what he's thinking. He's
1: just a complete brickhead. Uh, Brady Kachunk. Thomas is my best friend.
2: I
0: got a lot of good-looking nukes on my team. Mm-hmm. You just got nuke. i them. i them. We'll see.
2: Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode Alex Debrinket of Elite Sense Brain. As always, I'm Fiatta, and today we have a very, very special episode because I am joined not just by my usual co-host, Erickson Sprenner, but also by two guests. So first of all, hi, Ericsson Sprenner. How's it going? I'm doing so well.
3: As you mentioned, we have two guests who are members of Hockey Twitter Royalty. We have Victoria, fake hockey team, and we have Megan, defenseman, joining
1: us today. How are you doing? I'm doing good. You know, I'm excited to be on a podcast. I was always told I had a face for radio, so this is exciting.
2: (laughs) You don't. (laughs) That's a uh, lie.
0: I don't know. (laughs) I'm, I'm here, and I'm excited to talk about hockey, which I have barely been following for the past
2: season, so i mean it was the flyers you're not really missing much you know honestly you're doing yeah, better yeah. than i was in like 2018-2019 with the sens like i i completely understand here in 2018-19 i didn't even know what hockey was so, <laughs>
0: <That's>
2: so <fair. laughs> I mean, oh wow multiple people are nodding here okay so i guess i'm the like hockey twitter old here um <laughs> So anyways, the reason that we brought you two onto the episode um, was because, I don't know if people are aware, but this past week, uh, many things happened in the hockey world, including the NHL draft. And initially, we were not planning on having guests for this episode. We were actually going to do a mailbag episode, but that has been pushed back to the next one. Um, It's okay, we can just do that whenever. When the draft happened, we were thinking that the main storyline according to us going into the draft was where Oliver Bonk would end up and the main storyline according to normal people was where Matej Michkov would end up and both of those guys ended up on the Flyers so the Flyers are kind of like the main characters of the NHL right now so we thought we would bring in some of our Flyers fans to talk about that. Yeah it was actually so crazy Beata texted me she was like
3: we should have on, like, our Flyers fan friends. And I was like, actually, yeah, because the Flyers were shockingly relevant this time. (laughs)
1: For the first time in a long
3: time. Yeah, the last time we cared was when, like, Claude Giroux went to Ottawa, and we were like, now we have to rub it in Flyers fans' faces, even though they weren't that relevant at that point. But now it's for a good reason.
0: You know, I will say the last time that the Flyers were relevant was around for flyers fans was around then too. So, yeah.
3: but it's a new era of orange. So how did you guys think like the draft went? probably excellent?
0: I don't know. I mean, I watched it live because I was at like a, a watch party and like that entire, the vibes were just fantastic. Like people were, you will see videos of this event and people were, like, screaming about Mitch Cobb when they drafted him. Or is it Mitch I think it might be Mitch rather than Mitch Cobb. Either way, um, it was, like, the dream scenario actually happened. Like, none of us believed that he was going to fall because it's, like, of course he wouldn't. The Flyers, like, have never had anything good happen to them ever. And then so the fact that he fell to seven was so ridiculous. And we were going absolutely nuts. And I gotta say, this guy's vibes are pretty off the charts. He, like, he actually posts on Instagram. Steak? How could you say that? Wait, he it's what? Vibes. He refused to eat a cheesesteak. Okay. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. I don't think anyone recommend. No. No, 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 no. A cheesesteak, you have to be in a very specific mood to eat. I... Like, no. they should have offered him, like, a chicken cheesesteak. No. Like, l- no. No. No, 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 no. This is where we're gonna, like... Like, you know, like a good Ishka Bibble's chicken cheesesteak. Like, that's the way to go. It's, it's lighter.
2: Like, would you say that a cheesesteak is then, like, the equivalent of a poutine? Because poutine is, like, food that you only eat at, like, four o'clock in the morning when you're on your way home from the bar, you know? Like, it's not oh, a regular. Mm, like 100%. That.
1: No, 100%. I will associate cheesesteak with a late afternoon
0: meal. <laughs> You are an insane person. No no no. no, no, no. Yeah. A cheesesteak is too heavy of a meal to like do anything. It's late afterwards. afternoon.
1: You eat one and then you take a nap. And then you wake up and you're like, what choices have
0: I made in my life to leave me I, to this position? To really order a cheesesteak nowadays and I'm not like trying out a new place to see if it's good or something, I have to have like multiple drinks in me. It has to no. be at least twelve it has to be at least like eleven PM at night and i have to be close to home like like i can't walk home after that like i need to be in bed like i need to lay down no that a whole cheesesteak no, i can't
1: do that no a cheesesteak is an all day affair like you get up in the morning you're like i'm going to get a cheesesteak you have to plan the rest of your day around obtaining said cheesesteak and then when you eat that you have to recover from the cheesesteak so you need that you need that period if i go right to bed after eating a cheesesteak then it's over for me. It's over. I'm not going to wake up. You have to You have to have it in the middle of the day so you have adequate time to kind of process that to like handle the trauma
0: inflicts.
2: The post-cheesesteak hangover.
0: We're so off the rails already. Here.
2: I know. I like how you're criticizing Matvei Mitchkov for not eating a cheesesteak and then immediately explaining how a cheesesteak is a like hockey a player. He's not he, He's not
1: like a normal human being. A normal human being needs a recovery period of time for a cheesesteak. He's not normal. he's like a hockey player. like he could probably handle one. I'm like he drinks biosteel. but well, what's even in Biosteel? I don't know it can't be can't be worse than a cheesesteak.
0: Wait, I have a flyer story that I need this I need to share because you just said biosteel and it's like it like it's like the light switch on in my brain do you remember when Carter Hart had that terrible season like two seasons ago, you know, the story. So you're laughing already. The, so he was having like stomach troubles during that season. And like, they tried everything. They were like, it's probably dairy. So he cut out dairy. And there was like, it's probably like this. It's probably that gluten, like all the stuff, like the dietitian was just like going through. And then he told the dietitian, he was like, yeah, I drink a lot of BioSteel." And then the dietitian was like, Carter Hart, how much BioSteel do you drink? <laughs> and then like so all of his problems like he was shitting his brains out. And then like like it was just the BioSteel. He cut down on his BioSteel and then he instantly got better. And it was like the funniest possible explanation for all of this. And the the best part is that he went on a podcast and like actively <laughs> talked about it. You could not you could not pay that you I'd have to be like, that's not even a deathbed confession. That's something you take to your grave. You, you like should have kept break- under
1: wraps with like doctor patient confidentiality. This should have never <laughs> seen the light of day.
2: <laughs> that <laughs> man has zero shame. Like. Given that the NHL has, like, an actual sponsorship deal with Biosteel, was it even allowed to say that? Like, that seems like it would be a bad. <laughs> Biosteel made me shit my brains out, and the
3: NHL is, like, a cease and desist. Like, you can't be saying that.
0: But... Cordero has no. never had any shame. There are so many stories about that, man. Especially if you live in the city and you're around, like, my... Like, I have interacted with too many people who are around my age who have also interacted with him. I am tired of hearing stories about Carter Hart. There's no more. No more. It's too much. Too much information. Maybe he information. get traded. Are you thinking? I I would be so down for that, actually. Like, unironically. Um, they, they're loading up on goalies.
1: We did get a suspicious number of goalies. And the only person I trust in the entire world, Charlie O'Connor, has said that we should not be worried about the goalies so i i am not worried about the goalies <laughs> but i'm just saying if one were so inclined you could potentially be worried about the goalie situation hey potential senator carter hart no i want him to fuck off somewhere i don't have to hear about him again
0: yeah the senators no <laughs> wow wow
1: i have to keep tabs on the senators the senators are relevant the Senators are like the NHL equivalent of Joel Farabee. They are just relevant to <laughs> my life. Like, Wait. they're not really good, but I care about them a lot. I, I need them to be, I need them to be okay and within, like, my periphery.
3: Why is it the meanest thing anyone's ever said about the Senate I like Joel
0: Farabee! I know, but that's, like, why it's by accident? Yes, Victoria, you're the only person who likes Joel Farabee that much. I just, like, I just necessarily... can't
1: believe that. I just can't believe that's true. There, ha- there, are, there are probably dozens of us. <laughs> if,
0: they trade, if, they, if they trade
1: Joel Farabee. i kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. <laughs> uh, I would be fine depending on where he goes. I actually have a ranked list of teams that are acceptable Stop. for him to go to. If he goes below one of the top fifteen teams, I kill myself automatically. (laughs) (laughs) Are the Sens on the list? The Sens would be fine, depending on who is actually on the Sens at the time.
0: If Claude Giroux is there, because he wasn't he like Joel Farabee is the biggest motherfucking Claude Giroux fan (laughs) of all time. He wore like twenty eight in his college years, like because he was so. Man. How can I not love him? And then they watched him get traded away. Literally, like, the saddest day of my entire life.
1: I did cry, actually, in real life. <laughs> like, to a disturbing degree where my parents
0: were actually concerned. Like- I need you to know that the weeks leading up to this, I was making that fan cam, and, like, daily. Oh I was, God. like, breaking down. I was, like, I don't understand what's going on. Yeah. Like, obviously, yeah. obviously, I was processing processing a few things, but one of those was... Claude leaving the Flyers and I was like, an era of my life is over. It's so poetic. And then like I don't know. I definitely cried at that game though. Like I was I was in God. front of the Brunchy
2: Hockey friends and I was like,
0: I'm like, I'm not I'm not crying because like they were all like, What the fuck? Like <laughs> <laughs> normal. What's a big deal? You know, no, and some of them, a lot of them were wiping away some tears because the ceremony was, like, so good. But was, And everyone knows it was devastating. That was the fullest I've seen the Flyers arena, I think, ever, just because I was there before, I was there after COVID.
1: I know, I know. I miss him so much. Every day, I'm, every day I wake up and I say, by God, we really let Claude Chereau go. And then I weep on my knees for 20 minutes before I brush my teeth.
0: It's a standard Philadelphian yeah. morning routine. Right before, <laughs> right before you right go before get your planning
1: to go get a cheesecake.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah,
3: exactly. I feel really bad about the amount of gloating that, like, we as sense fans have done because it's, no, it's like, hilarious. yeah, we wake up and are like, uh, "By God, I'm so happy that the Flyers got Claude Giroux."
0: <laughs> Claude Giroux's a blessing. He
2: really
0: is. I could never begrudge you of that.
2: But also, like, I remember when that whole trade happened and, like, I was getting emotional, too, not because I care about the Flyers or Khloé or at least I didn't at the time, right? But it was because, like, the Sens have been through that exact situation so many times and, like, Honestly, I was jealous of Flyers fans for getting that amazing send-off. Like, even though you were all crying and I was like, this sounds like like the most emotionally devastating thing that could happen to you as a hockey fan. Like, at least you got that moment of saying goodbye. Whereas with the sends, like, we never did. It was always, like, under bad circumstances, being, like, you know, um, kind of, like, pushed away by the ownership and stuff. So I feel like there's some kind of poetic justice in, like, Finally, after all these years, Sens fans get to do that to another fan base, um, and I think we maybe have gotten like a little bit carried away in in, in gloating about this, um, considering that we know exactly how you guys feel. But also, like, it's our first chance to do this.
0: No, no, people people made fun of me for this for saying this, but I really do like I really do think that it was like a poetic way. To, like I couldn't have asked for anything better. Like you know, after especially after the pandemic, like I didn't get to like graduate or do anything like in person, and so to have that like moment where like a community comes together to kind of like mourn something and celebrate something that happened was like unironically very beautiful and shows like the the emotional core of being a hockey fan. Again, this is a very make funnable stance, but like <laughs> I don't know, it's I thought it was like pretty beautiful, and, like, it was strangely poetic in a way that only the Flyers can be, like, poetically devastating in a way that the, only the Flyers can be because it was, like, we tried so hard for however many years that we had him, and then we let him go at exactly 1,000 games. Like, he, he was gonna be, like, you know... He was supposed of, to be games. a Flyer
1: for life! For life! For life!
0: <sighs> uh,
1: it it devastating! His firstborn son, cheesesteak. and he left us he left us but true love true love is never begrudging the one you love for choosing to do what is best for them true love is allowing them to live their lives because you love them more than you want them to stay you want them to be fulfilled and successful and happy fundamentally and you have to content yourself with that. You just- he's so to... beautiful. I've thought about him so much. I miss him. He's like, he's not really like a parasocial father figure, but he's like a, a parasocial English teacher in high school that you kind of imprint on for a little while, you know? Yeah. Oh, no. Was that yeah. just me? Yeah. Was that just No. Me? no. Drop the parasocial. Like, I really feel like he is my <laughs> He English was my teacher. real English teacher. <laughs> He taught me Shakespeare. Yeah, exactly. In French. In French even. It's crazy.
0: How did they preserve the iambic computer? I want to say I'm actually kind of glad that he's not on the Flyers anymore because if I do if if something happens um and I do start <laughs> working for the Flyers <laughs> um i'm glad that i don't have to like run into him because i don't i think i would like actually fall and die on the spot like you know what i mean i'd be like walking around the wells fargo center and then you see claude drew pass by and i'm like i faint like a victorian lady like on the nearest <laughs> couch i'm like oh. so yeah. um i don't know i'm just i'm glad that he's enjoying his stay with you yeah. guys that's all we can ask i'm glad i'm glad he's enjoying
2: it i hope he gets every success in the entire world Mm-hmm. I, I love that attitude. Um, anyways, uh, back to Mitchkov. Um We got a little bit sidetracked there. <laughs> we come on, we talk about and we leave. <laughs> you come on, you talk about yeah, yeah. Cheeselakes, Closure, and then, and then you're gone. Um, anyways, uh, I do want... What was this quote that I kept seeing on hockey Twitter that was, for some reason, he liked the Flyers? Who said that? <laughs>
1: That was Mitch that was Mitchkov, I think, or please forgive me if I'm butchering his name. The only NHL player's name I've ever gotten correct is Morgan Frost. Not <laughs> even Joel Faraby. I said it weird for a long time. But I, I believe Mitchkov said that. I think he pulled – I think he talked to several teams, and he made it clear that he wouldn't come over early for – I don't think any of them, but that he, he made it clear that he was interested in the Flyers. Um, specifically. I think it had to do with the hockey market that the Flyers are in, um, if any of the Flyers beats are to be believed. Um, yeah, but for some reason, he liked the Flyers. I don't
2: know. Was he's he- just like me for real. Who was <laughs> it wasn't that said the for some reason thing, because that part was so funny. I think he was speaking through a translator as well. So things were like... Yeah, anyways, I I did watch... I did watch Daniel Priard's, uh, press conference, um, obviously to do my homework for this episode, because uh, I have to learn about the Flyers, and, like, it was incredible, the, like, blatant surprise in his voice, where he was like, we, we don't know why this guy wanted to come to Philadelphia, but, like, he did.
1: I mean, to be fair, we are just starting a rebuild, we have no captain, we have John Tortorella, god damn him to hell, um like i wouldn't want to come here
0: he would be the star like he we haven't had like a, a star in a long time closure was the closest we had to that don't say joe Faraby. i know you <laughs> want to <say> joe Farab- <laughs> <laughs> is but not in reality and i can exactly, accept that exactly. i am delusional not stupid and matt bay michkov is a star and he mm-hmm. will be Mm. knock on every single piece of wood you possibly can because nothing that ever happens still fires but like this could be he would be the one in the market like he was—he said like I kind of like his attitude because he's kind of like hot shot about it but he was like he was asked about being on a rebuilding team and he was like well I guess they'll start winning once I come over which is like the greatest thing that anyone has ever said I'm immediately fan camming it I am like immediately saving it for once he comes over because that is like, like, a promise to Flyers fans that you can win is the like the only thing that you can do because we have been miserable for so fucking long. And he was like, "I want to win yeah, a cup." That is here you're supposed it's to be huge. miserable
1: in Philadelphia.
0: Yeah. It's a, it's such a. I mean, you have to keep the vibes of the city down because once people like see it and realize, like, oh, the city fucking rules. At, no, you gotta be like no but the sports are bad like you can't you yeah. can't move here keep the rent low. like no, no 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 no, it's a bad city there's like crime you really don't want to go crime Ooh. <laughs> mm-hmm. definitely not um the cheapest east coast city where you actually still get you know people to hang around and real jobs so yeah keep it on the keep it on the down low though <laughs>
3: Also, I love, ooh, crime. I presume that's, like, what it is like. People come up to you and are like, ooh, crime. And you're like, oh, my gosh.
0: Yeah. It's like, you you just keep to yourself. And uh, Clarissa, Clarissa, or what is Edgework. Quinn's Edgework. I keep forgetting her handle. Clarissa came over from Vancouver. And the first thing she said to me, and then my favorite thing that she ever said to me, was, like, Philly is just, like, GTA. Because people will walk by you and just be saying things and i'm like that is so true like the amount of things that you just you're walking on the street and you just hear like people will just say shit to you like random random stuff am i allowed to curse on this podcast john tortorella to hell so if you'll <laughs> that, that out, i
1: don't that's I like
0: understand. a fifth
1: grade curse
0: like no we're not cutting on your- i
1: mean it though I I put the full weight of my Catholicism behind that.
0: Is that the meanest you can be, Victoria? No,
1: I. That's the meanest I can be legally, legally without (laughs) without disrupting whatever podcast like distribution rules there are on Apple Music or whatever. Like legally, if that's protected under the First Amendment, I'm allowed to say that. But we're in Canada.
0: Publish oh it my out of Canada. No, I mean, Canada. Oh no. At least you're not like British with your like libel laws or yeah. like oh, stuff. So we can okay. say that, like, I don't but know. does that,
1: really, that doesn't really count as libel if I just say, God damn you to hell, directly to hell? Yeah. Like, or, yeah.
3: True. Yeah, it's definitely fine. <laughs> also, can I say, I love discussing Philadelphia because I said this about Matt Duchesne on Twitter, but I was projecting. I am, like, a weeb for America, like, of the East Coast. So I'm, like, I am so obsessed with, like, regional, like, just learning about it. Specifically, I am for New England, but I feel like Philly is just, like, like moving up the ranks in my heart. So thank you for this so much. Please just come here.
0: What uh, what else can I say to, like... I love the Liberty Bell. I'm very obsessed with it. you don't have to go inside you can yeah, just get through a little serious. window like people a, get
1: it's like a fifth grade oh, kind of thing you only have to see it once oh my they god they don't even let you touch it you you can't even read there's already crack in it what well, am i gonna, gonna do to it. like what what
0: what are we doing here people let's let's think this through a little bit it's <laughs> very very silly but yes you need to like immediately stay here i have a couch
2: <laughs> the power of hockey Twitter is that a few times I've been like, "Oh, I'd like to go to Philadelphia someday," and then my friends are like, "Haven't you like never been no. to New York City before? Why, why do you want Philadelphia specifically?" And I'm like, "It's because no like, I, I know friends there. I know people on hockey Twitter. New York really is funny. like
0: that. Oh, like you don't need to do anything there. Anything yeah, that you New play, have like a higher GDP? Who cares? Who cares? What do they have that we don't? Nothing. Yeah. We've got we've got the bodegas. We've got yeah. the the City streets that are dirty. We got, we've an got angry Italian men who yell at you. That, we've got a we got bunch that. Of bosses. We got that. We got regional oh.
1: accents. We got regional accents. Um,
0: it's not just that we have Italian men who will yell at you. We have an entire southern portion of the city that is yeah, entirely South made up of yeah. of Italian men who will yell at you. Yeah. Like it's They're all named Anthony, by the way. Anthony, every single one. Every Anthony, guy. and then they have like a Anthony, D Anthony, or like a, Yeah, a, it's yeah yeah mm-hmm. and then and then you get the irish as well yeah, so it's like irish it, it's a real like push pull you know the there's some good still, like, like
1: loosely follows the immigrant the pattern of how immigrants settled in the city so
0: there except are- it's all irish and italian people there's literally no one
2: else here <laughs> i love that we're just doing like information about philadelphia philadelphia tourism ads right now yeah to oliver bonk it's for oliver bonk and Mitchkoff. when
3: they oh, listen yeah. to this episode they're gonna be like ah yes now I understand. Well, he's in
1: philadelphia now he's got
3: oh yeah, he went, the- he,
0: yeah won- he, went he went to Philly Philly. the yeah he went to
1: the phillies game good for him okay. it was terrible it was terrible we need to talk
0: about the oliver bonk pick because i was i'm a
1: bonker Again, i'm a bonker
0: i am not uh, you're not know a bonker <laughs> I don't want oh to
1: bonk yourself. Tracer. Bonk yourself. I need the What? What oh my my do you need?
0: He's here's my thing
1: Goofy, he can't throw a baseball pitch. His last name <sighs> is Bonk. That's all you need to know.
0: <laughs> this is all you need I, to know. No, He's okay, drunk-coded. so I'm not saying his vibes are fantastic. The vibes are great. Like, I'm happy for him. We love stealing the senators pick whatever they have. I think that Briere did that just to piss you guys off just a little bit Ooh. as well because of, he wants he wants Claude Giroux to come back, I think. Um, that's my, like, I have a I galaxy brain this, so the rebuild is going to take place exactly when Claude Giroux is, like, about to retire, so he's going to come here, he's going to win his one cup with them, and, and then we're going to, you know, Listen, it's all playing out in my mind. Yeah, no. I
1: got you.
0: I got you. I'm locked in. You understand me. You understand me. So what we need to do. Actually, no. I was going on about the Oliver Bonk. Okay. (laughs) So I was at this Broad Street Hockey draft party, which was so so much fun. Like, so much fun. The Flyers paid for all of our drinks. It was, like, the greatest night. That's great. Yeah. Ooh. They love us.
2: Get on too. that.
0: Get on that. What the hell, sense? Um, <laughs> but we we had a little draft party, and it was just fantastic. Like the vibes were great leading up to um, what was it? The twenty second pick because that we got from yes. someone you know, because we had the,
1: second. Second. the same pick. Claude Giroux <laughs> was
0: pick twenty two. <laughs> I did not know this. You're just now telling me. <laughs> this. I'm this telling you, they're everything. Everything. The this
1: red string of fates connects our our teams once again. Oliver Bonk, pick twenty-two. Um, Claude Drew, pick I, you twenty-two.
2: You guys can't see this. But I'm noticing like, this. Megan and Victoria are sort of taking turns, like grabbing their computers and like, <laughs> like zooming in, like leaning into the camera so much. It's very dramatic.
0: <laughs> I am learning new information that I should have kept up with. I should keep be keeping up with this lore. I did not know that that was the first round pick. So that from the Panthers was that it. Was that the highest possible pick we could have gotten from a from a playoff team essentially? Because it was like,
2: I think it was from LA. Because he
0: barely got in. I don't know. Whatever. Well, anyway, faded. This is faded. But I was at the grocery Hockey party, and we have some people who follow prospects a little bit better than me because I follow none. I went into the draft party ready for people to mansplain things to me, which is my favorite thing, Um, and. I had someone talk to me and um he was like the one person that I didn't that I don't want is Bonk because like I don't think he has what, a very good what, what's the Bonk? He just Why? I he thought he was overrated and he thought you know I didn't see much out of him. It's just kind of a legacy kind of thing. Like he's he's a good hockey player, obviously. Oh, so now, now
1: we're suddenly against
0: nepotism babies? Oh and, wow. and then wow. so then I, I literally said to him, but his name is Bonk. So I want him. And then, and then we chose him and then I turned and I was like, Ooh, okay. Like I was joking,
2: but all right, we're going to roll with it. I don't know. I haven't seen them. The vibes go even like further than just the name and the fact that his dad played for the Sens and that he's a Sens fan. Like I think part of the reason that Sens Twitter was so obsessed with this kid is because like so much of Sens Twitter culture has been shaped by this one Twitter account and blog called Bonk's Mullet. That was like a parody account that was obviously about Radic Bonk's famous mullet from draft day and like I, i'm telling you like this was the biggest account and it was a whole blog that was all about like you know comedy so many of the inside jokes that sends twitter has come from that and it's it was also like i can't believe that this is a thing but one of the only like hockey comedy parody accounts that didn't rely on offensive humor and i think that's why for a long time like sense twitter was a pretty nice place that like everyone was making all these jokes But not like degrading women while making jokes, right? So I don't know. So much of Sense Twitter culture has just been shaped by this one dude who goes by Radic Bonk's mullet. And so seeing like actual Radic Bonk's son in the draft, that was just a big Sense Twitter moment. I was gonna say, Oliver Bonk also like
3: has interacted with Bonk's mullet like on Twitter and been like, like they, like, I don't know if he follows, but like he's liked tweets and like he's like, oh my god, Oliver Bonk's on Twitter.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Fucking nightmare. Hold on, god, that's a that's terrible for us. that's
3: don't know, but he's on, sense, yeah, but he's sense, on sense, Twitter. sense Twitter specifically, so it's okay. I don't know. I got to block him.
0: I need to make a burner. <laughs> I need to make a burner. Oh god, I don't like that these new prospects are like online. Like yeah, I, like, nobody I,
1: should be I, online. Nobody I should look should... at Twitter at all. Absolutely. No. Please
0: stay far away. What's Mitch Cobb me? was posting stories, and now I hear that Bonts on Twitter. Like, this is miserable. Like, I don't like this. I don't. And, then the ne- and then the next guy the Flyers drafted, some random goalie, was, like, following yeah, Andrew Tate. I was like, goalies. girl, get, get the hell out of here. He's either going to have, like, a absolutely terrible JAA or, or he's going to win, like, five business because that's the only ways that goalies work out in this. Well, I hope business. he loses then. Yes, very true. Oh, consider he's a flyer, though. Um, we can change him. We can we can fix him. I believe I in him.
1: I don't want to fix him.
0: I don't want to. I want a I'm goalie.
1: I'm tired
0: of fixing people. I'm tired of goalie. I see. That's the thing. It's like I want to win. But why? Like,
1: I don't understand that. I don't get it. But it doesn't make sense to me.
0: But it would be narratively satisfying.
1: Would it? I don't think it would. It's just it's just not realistic. It's just no. not really, It's just My suspension of disbelief is ruined. It's like when you see like the, oh, it's all happily ever after. And then the Flyers win the cup, like that ruins it for me. Like that's not even realistic. Would you I, I never really follow the Flyers it. again? If that uh, happens? If the Flyers won the cup, um, first of all, I would probably be arrested. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> there, I would absolutely get arrested for something. Climb all the poles. Yeah, it'd be like they'd arrest me on a lamp pole. Like I'd be climbing that. Yeah. You got grease all like over slide you. Slide down very slowly and then they handcuff me at the bottom. And then I would be banned from any establishment serving alcohol in a fifty mile radius. Um but shortly after that, I don't know I don't I don't know if I would See, I keep thinking like when does this hockey thing have an expiration date? Because I joined like, I don't know, two years ago. Like it did not I did not care until two years ago, I guess. So I'm kinda of waiting, like how far is this gonna take me? Um, because I can't really <laughs> imagine like being in a I can imagine being an old person who goes to all of the Flyers games and like harasses people at the Flyers games like the old person does. But I can't imagine being, like, 45 and going to Flyers game. Like, I, I don't know. It's just not <laughs> realistic. Um, I'm I not think... saying that 45 is old in any regard. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, at that point, you know, hopefully I will have something else in my life going on. Uh, anything at all. You know, <laughs> maybe, maybe I'll pick up knitting.
0: Um, not sure. I, I don't know. What if you, you could knit at a Flyers game, I, I think. I could knit at a Flyers game.
1: No. That would be... I can't no. have anything resembling a weapon at a Flyers game. That's true. It's not going to work out. It's not going to work out. I'm going to throw it at somebody. It's, it's True. Some work. of the...
0: Sitting in the upper bowl level, you get some chance where I'm like, sit, go go away. I'm like, sit down. I, I never sit in the like, upper bowl. You know, you know the, how... Over here. Actually,
1: probably do, you don't because you guys are Canadian, but in one of the battles in the American Civil War, they <laughs> were running... <laughs> hey, let me finish! Let me finish. Wait,
3: wait. Sorry, I love... You guys know and then you were gonna go into talking about the American Civil War, but because we're Canadian, you were like, uh, no. Maybe, maybe, you, I don't. Mean,
1: maybe you don't. Hopefully, Megan's education has not failed them thus far. And uh, so at this... At, one of the battles in the American Civil War, I can't remember what it was. It was might it have been bunker Hill. No, was it was it not Bunker Hill. I was think it, it was one Bunker of the Hill. Ones in I'm England? not sure. Somebody's Wait, going to fact check me. War. But they were running out of ammunition. So the commander told all of the soldiers don't fire until you see the whites of their eyes. That's how I buy hockey tickets. I'm not buying hockey tickets unless I can see their faces i'm not sitting in the upper bowl i don't care if you can see all the plays i don't care about the plays i care about watching these little figurines
0: but anyway it was the most long-winded explanation
1: (laughs) I don't sit in the upper bowl. I need to see faces.
0: I like to no. See I them. like the upper bowl because then you can that see is the place real happy develop. fans.
1: I am not a real happy fan. I've never been a real happy fan. I I'll I never think, be a real happy
3: fan. I think the upper bowl has a better vibe going on. Like I think people like are louder and more rowdy and stuff. Also, we've heard the expression "Don't fire until you've seen no, the lights of their eyes" in Canada. I didn't know it was a civil war thing, but I think people know that just in
1: general.
3: <laughs> well, that's. I I've
0: never heard that saying before. Never
1: heard <laughs> that.
0: Like, no! God. My American what education has failed me. Like, it has failed me in so many ways.
3: <laughs> That's very funny. But, I, yeah, I like. I don't know. I think the Upper Bowl has
2: a good vibe. In Leafs games? Sen's Leafs no, games? Do I would never go, go to the Upper Leafs Bowl. Games. No. I mean, don't go to the game at all, but, like, definitely not up there. Okay, the thing about
3: Sen's Leafs games is that. Oh, wait, actually, I don't know if this is the thing, because I know in Toronto, the thing is that, like, the only people who can afford good good seats are, like, the suits who work on, like, Bay Street. Bay Street is a place in Toronto mm-hmm. where they all do finance.
0: Um, now I will share regional things about Canada. Bay Street? Yeah, it's called Bay, Bay Street. Street. Consider if you come to Philadelphia, there is not a Wall Street or a Bay Street. There it's all just like the,
1: Street. where all the accountants work. That's a point for so Philadelphia. It's like a big cluster, yeah. It's
0: a cluster. I can't well, let's remember just any see what's all happening. At least there's cool things there, and it's not like a statue of a bull and just a bunch of glass buildings. At least there's like things to do. True. We don't have a financial district. No, you know what I mean. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, we're we're just a, a
1: chill city. It would be too dangerous if they were all located together. It's like yeah. kind of how one mat- member of the American cabinet has to stay behind so that
0: if everybody dies, there's one to take over. Yeah, they have to separate them. Exactly. It's like you how know? you can't make like the front of your row home look too nice or else someone's going to break into your row home. We're yeah, not actually
1: yeah. giving a great picture of Philadelphia here, huh? Mm-hmm.
0: That's no. That's by design. Keep the rent low. <laughs> exactly. You <laughs> this understand. Is this is all exactly. a Exactly. It's a. It's not a real city. Don't come no, to this city. It's not. <laughs> no.
1: Unless I no, invite it's, you, then you should come. Exactly. You should go to a game is. together. If you, you can come here alone. Our day around getting a cheesesteak. Actually, what I would put above cheesesteaks is crab pies. No, I would put crab pies. I know they're not. They're not even Philadelphian. They're not Listen, even that I good. Thought you, I
0: love them so I much. You, Victoria, I thought you were going to say a roast them. pork sandwich. No. And I was going to be like, okay. What am I going to do with a roast pork but
1: sandwich? Roast pork Crap sandwiches fries? are pretty good. I like
0: crab fries. Like those They are, like are Maryland. Essentially,
1: yeah. That's not a from real
0: food. Mm-hmm. Just put Old Bay on some fries, like at it. home. <laughs> I don't want to do that. Melt some That's American cheese. Wait, wait, wait. I have a question for Canadians. Do you guys have American cheese? Yeah, like Kraft singles. I do you have like American the American cheese that like get gets like sliced off the block, like the the white stuff that you get at or... Yep. Okay. That's I don't think good you guys shit. should
1: be allowed to have that.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know I don't know how I feel about that. That's but guess we do have Canadian bacon. Yeah, yeah, but we don't I have mean, poutine. Yeah, but we don't. I eat want, any I want one place <laughs> that serves poutine, just a I single one. That. I have, I get craving. Go meanings. to
2: Montreal. Oh, maybe you should. Visit yeah, me in Montreal. You gotta go to Montreal. I want a bagel I, now.
1: I want a bagel so bad. I have a couch. I've been dreaming about bagels, dude.
3: The bagels in Montreal I haven't had one yet, but I okay. presume they go crazy.
0: <laughs> okay, we got to cut this out. No, but my bagel story. So the other day I was so hungry and I like needed something to eat and I, I like barely had any groceries here. So I was like, I'm going to go to this bagel shop. It's around the corner. How bad can it be? I go, I go to the bagel shop. I'm like, I want something with lox. It's fine. I'll spend like a little bit of extra cash and just a bagel with cream cheese. I love a lox bagel, you know, like lox, everything, whatever. And so they were like choosing all my ingredients. So like I'll have an everything bagel, I want it toasted, put some cream cheese, some lox, you know, the whole, the works on there. And then I go up to the cash register. 20 bucks. I was like this better be the best fucking bagel of my entire life cuz this is not worth it. I went up there and like my my mouth like my jaw fell. I was like are you kidding me? I so would but seem I like
1: dropped dead.
0: That exactly. Is criminal. Listen, I paid for it because I I ordered it and I was like I'm not going to walk out of this bagel shop right now. It took forever, but I was like whatever. I'm like I'm going to be late for this thing, but but they handed me this bagel most delicious bagel of my entire life like literally held me over for like half the day like it was so good i ate it on the street as i was walking and i was like this is the most philadelphia i had ever philadelphia you know it was a great bagel it changed my life it was so delicious still not worth 20 dollars. i don't care how like this this bagel could have given me like eyesight into the future and i still would have been but like that bagel was twenty dollars. That's more of a curse. <laughs> true, true. That is like a a future seeing is definitely a curse. You're right. I got <laughs> a curse bagel, like Cassandra.
1: Cassandra. No, but what if people
0: believe? Cassandra. Them? Of
1: Troy. Troy. Oh, true. I guess that's not part of. Oh those. no, it's Helen of Troy. I thought. No, Cassandra's right no. the one who saw the. It, Cassandra mama. saw the future. <laughs> And then, not get no my Cassandra jokes this entire <laughs> time. I studied Latin for four years. Helen of Troy
3: is also someone, though. Helen
0: of is the face that launched a thousand ships, and, and like ancient Roman culture, I do not remember shit. Like I almost fucked <laughs> that class. Not read
2: Percy Jackson though. Did you not get really into mythology because
0: of it? Not because of Percy Jackson, but because I took—you know the Johns Hopkins courses, Victoria. Yes. I don't know if you were like a gifted, like weirdo kid, but um, I took, a like funny a funny story. Actually, I took a Johns Hopkins course, and they had like one of the books was a uh, Rick Riordan. How do you say his name? I think like Riordan, like that, I think. Riordan, something like that. It was, one of his books was in there, but it was, like, two other Greek mythology books that really got me into it. And then I read all of, like, the Percy Jackson ones, though. But I was, like, it was, like... Everyone's was Percy Jackson history.
1: journey is different, but no less yes. valid.
0: I do not get your Cassandra jokes. The only Cassandra jokes that I get are the ones about the Claire, like Cassandra Claire, because everyone goes from Percy Jackson onto like, oh yeah, Mortal Instruments, and then they I go was, like, oh, this is fan fiction, and then they just was, start reading fan
1: fiction. That was a fucked up book series. Let me tell you. That yeah. was so why, were up siblings, why were they
0: siblings? But then why were they siblings?
1: <laughs> why?
3: That was
2: weird. Sorry. Wait. <laughs> oh, we gotta get back to we gotta get back tangent. To Um, and so basically they think that they're, like, long-lost siblings, even though they're, like, kind of already together.
1: Well, I can't even remember what we were talking about.
2: So anyways, um, listeners at home just missed a very long tangent, um, about stuff that is not relevant right now. But bringing things back to hockey a little bit, um... We just like So when we brought Oily Gifts onto the podcast, we thought it was fun to force her to talk about the Sens, and we're going to do the same to you guys, because obviously you talked about uh, lifelong Senators legend, Close to Who, for a little bit, um, but we also want to talk about what the Sens got up to at the NHL draft, because it was pretty fun. Um, for the second year in a row, they did not have a first-round pick. Uh, last year when they were supposed to pick, they put out an Alex Dabrinkit highlight video. It was really cool. And this year, I was kind of wondering what they would do. And apparently, what they decided to do is while everyone in the front office was sitting on the draft floor doing absolutely nothing, the social media team was hard at work hitting the streets of Nashville, Tennessee to draft random people off the into becoming Zen's fans. It was a glorious video. There were were two. One of them was like late at night and so many of the people were like so clearly just extremely drunk and it was very funny. The second one was during the day and there were a lot of kids. Did you guys see this video, these videos?
1: I did. Both were really funny in different ways. I liked it. The first one, like you said, there were a lot of people who were like, not really all there which is okay it's okay <laughs> and then the second one had a whole bunch of children i liked it um they got a couple of people from different fans the most surprising was they converted a Leafs fan i thought i, I wish they had explained how they did that because they just kind of cut from him saying i will never be an Ottawa Senators fan to him saying go sens go so i like to think
0: that they handed him 20 bucks
1: yes i think
0: that's that's nice what fan. happened there
1: like, I will never be an Ottawa Centers fan. And he like wave a twenty dollars bill. And he's like,
2: Perhaps I will consider it. (laughs) I also like that, like, some of them, (laughs) yeah, they're really drunk people. It almost had the energy of, like, you know, that fanfic trope that's probably in a bunch of romance novels, too, where people, like, go to Vegas and party really hard and then wake up married. It feels like that. But, like, you (laughs) go to Nashville for the draft, you get really drunk, you party really hard, and then you, like, wake up with strong opinions about Eric Brandstrom. You're like, what did I do last (laughs) night? (laughs)
0: You wake up, you're, like, angry about the um, free agent signings. (laughs) Like,
2: what happened? You're just brushing your teeth like, oh, my God, I can't believe Drew Doughty won the Norris in 2015 over Eric Carlson. (laughs) I wonder what, like, because
3: you know how in the fanfic trope it's, like, you wake up and you see the ring and you're, like, oh, my gosh, what did I do? I wonder what the equivalent would be. It's just, like, you have just, like, a jersey of, like... Not even a current player, just like Nick Paul, and you're like, I was in deep, like what did I do? <laughs> there's
0: like there's like signatures from players all yeah. over like your skin. Like yeah. a tattoo. Yeah.
3: Yeah, exactly. But I will say, even if someone offered me 20 bucks, like if I was like being recorded and they were like, say you're a Leafs fan for 20 bucks, I would not do that. No. I like my moral character is stronger than that. But if you do it for the sense. It means you have a strong moral character cuz yeah. like being a sense fan is the most morally correct thing you can do.
0: Are you kidding? Agreed. I'd call myself I'd call myself a Bruins fan if you give me $10. I'm Are like, you serious? Really? Uh, Are you serious right now? I am so broke. Bruins? You know how much I need oh like Oh my god. Bucks. No, like Would you i do kill no someone. Would i you kill allegiance. someone
1: for $10 because I I think it is morally preferable to kill someone for $10 than it is to be a Bruins fan. Okay, we need
3: to get into
0: that. We need to get into that really quick. That is, the uh, only the one thing, thing worse is, is being no, a Leafs fan.
1: Okay? What I won't cross and, the and line
0: for, I will never call myself a Pats fan. Yes, That's one thing I won't do. Yes. I will your, never your moral the Patriot fiber Patriot. remains intact, exactly. however barely. But, unfortunately, I find some hockey teams other than the Philadelphia Flyers compelling. It's like my worst habit. You have habit. terrible taste. Oh, you you have know. terrible
1: taste in hockey teams. I have terrible taste
0: in men. It's it all works out. Hey, same. Like, listen, we wow. we all deal in the same pool. We, here. we like are truly we, God's we forget favorite that soldiers we're also Flyers out. fans, which yeah, is objectively a pretty bad team, or at least you know, is has a bad been. team, yeah, <laughs> pretty, yeah, it, yeah. yeah. I, I
1: cannot, I can't make any moral defense for the Philadelphia Flyers in their current state and um, last year
0: either, like, that, that was, that pretty much sucked. I, I ways. started watching at their highest point, so, like, I, I feel okay because I was, like, tricked, like, I saw them in the playoffs, <laughs> you and then, like, I was deceived so deceived. like I had a summer where I was like oh my god the fires are so good you guys I am so excited they're like top you, the you were brainwashed
1: by the legion of enthusiastic online progressives so <laughs> brainwashed by the god,
0: that article is so fucking good
1: every uh, day I wake up I look in the mirror and I think of that article it's, it's so like good
2: it. Um, yeah, that was a But well, back Man to Puffins? the Sens. The Sens are the
1: moral the moral backbone of the universe now that they have Claude Giroux and um, Brady Kachuk, who I really liked, I no. Wait, I like. I think he's great. Wait. I'm gonna bring us I know I know a lot of Sens people. I know Claude Giroux, I know Brady Kachuk, I know <laughs> Timmy. Stut Stutzler? 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 Yeah, Stutzler, yeah, yeah. Okay, the German. Yeah. Um, I know Shab. I don't know how to say his name. Chabot. I keep Shabot. I am
0: bad, and like, I just say Chabot, which is yeah. not how it is. Oh. It's like
1: Shabot, like chatbot. I know yeah. chatbot. Yeah,
0: chatbot. <laughs> I, <know laughs> I think that every Josh time I
1: see I know Josh Norris. He is the one who is balding and says now. Don't um, say
2: that. Oh my gosh it's That's okay. Not
1: All of our faves. He, he, eventually. Gotta, you gotta accept it. That's part of being a, yeah. like a chicken.
3: Does everyone remember when everyone was like so obsessed with how hot chicken was for like a week or something? No. I need to. Tell what? You. Well,
1: I was, I'm really behind on the like the hockey hotness thing. I didn't realize people were that obsessed with Matt Barzell until like recently. Whoa, really? Yeah. I, I stay in like I stay in my little corner, okay? I yeah. stay with the Farrah Babes.
0: That's my entire Twitter. That's just wait, Victoria. I like how you transitioned into talking about the sense so that you could escape.
1: Everything comes back to Joel. No,
0: I need you to. I need you to like. We need to address this because you started following the flyers when no one should have started following the flyers. Yes. They were miserable. I don't know why you started here, like it's the way of
1: catholicism so i believe that in order to be righteous you must suffer you
0: must suffer you must feel
2: guilty the,
1: sec- the second point is um there are different ways i got into hockey i tell everybody a different story but the gist of it is i was i'm in uh, i was in my junior senior year of college and I was doing research for my thesis, and my PI, my um, principal investigator of the lab, the guy who runs the lab, was a huge hockey fan, huge hockey fan. And he would talk to some of the other kids in the lab about hockey before our our group meetings every week started. So I was like, man, I need this guy to pass me on my thesis. I'm going to have to start watching hockey. But it turns out that he is a Bruins fan. Um, so it's like, this, I can't, I can't. So you automatically failed. You know what? I need to, <laughs> I need to pass this. But I, I cannot become a Bruins fan. So I started watching Flyers. Because um, at least then I would understand what they were talking about, hockey-wise. Um, and I think I saw one of your tweets, actually, Megan. That's how I got into Twitter. I saw one of your tweets. Oh, no. I saw I'm a tweet so, by someone, I'm another so sorry. person. And I was like, you know I'm what? So I couldn't get into this. Mm-hmm. No, Which I meant, tweet and was it? I have no idea. It was about the flowers. I couldn't tell me you. Me it was funny. Like- it made me laugh. And I was like, you know what? I can be funny on the internet, too. Yeah, I want to know right. these people. So then I joined. But why are we talking about this? We should be talking about the sense.
0: <laughs> the sense. Who else do I know? No, um, I needed to get that story out of you. We can, we can talk about the sense. I don't know anyone on the...
3: I, I mean i know him. the ones that
0: you listed i don't know any- who is your goalie grandstrom oh we just got
1: a new goalie you guys got a new goalie didn't you Jonas the oh the, was, the old
3: yeah. blue jacket wasn't he a yeah, blue jacket old, yeah he was a blue jacket then he was an la king oh. and also wait we have a goalie anton Forsberg, and he had to stop playing because he tore both his mcls oh isn't God. that okay. insane I think I would both of die. them. I think
1: I would just die. Can you even like? The yeah, same move?
3: game. He tore both. Both. Oh, in of them. Okay. The same, At
1: the same time, he tore both. It was both the, of same, them at the same. It was the exact time. same play. It was against the Oilers. I don't know what happened. I don't think I was watching that one. Okay, so I would immediately be on the phone with my union representative, negotiating <laughs> for some more healthcare coverage. Workers come immediately, Yeah.
0: Immediately. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I. God, how do you? Do yeah. Well, at least you only have to do like one type of phys- um rehab. Like yeah, you just goddamn. <laughs> you can do all of it on the just I don't even how long does that even take to heal?
1: Is that why you I can't remember if you guys had goalie struggles last year. Like you guys were struggling, but it wasn't because of the goalies, right? Was it because- I mean, I it think was- actually everything really
2: comes down to the goalies. It but- wasn't like it wasn't all the goalies, yeah. yeah. It wasn't entirely the goalies' fault, but like the goalies didn't help, you know. Yeah, we had Cam Talbot and also mm-hmm. like a bunch of like random kids playing their first NHL game. Yeah, it was rough. Oh,
0: good, good for them. Good for them. That's that's Flyers core right there. We had like eight goalies one season, which is kind of fun. Yeah.
3: Nice. Cause wait, cause when Carter Hart was in his like shitting his pants era, like you must have like. Was the, was there like a lot of rookies coming in? No, or was it just we, like he was playing through it?
0: We put that man out every night while he was shitting his pants because because who we had in backup was Brian fucking Elliott who is like ten thousand years old. Legends. He put a little respect on his name. He is a legend, and I wish that he had a cup. I don't think because really? actually, did he get it Didn't with he the Tampa? I think yeah. he might have gotten it with the second bowl. Oh, yeah, I think he was. I think he was their backup,
3: la- like, last. Oh, no, because they last won
0: two years ago now. So I don't know if he won one. I don't one. know if he won. Yeah, I think he might have lost. Wow, that really Anyway, sucks. anyway he, like, propped up our team too. for, yeah. we. He, he's a great goalie. He was just old. Like, you yeah. cannot play that man, like, however many nights a season like you needed it needed to be like a a tandem and when one part of that tandem collapses so is Brian Elliott because he's like he's like I have like and I have like three kids and I'm I need to go home (laughs) like I can't do this my body hurts god we we ran him into the ground like as a goalie for like years because we couldn't because we were waiting for Carter Hart to develop and then, like, surprise, he was ready early. But then he actually wasn't ready early. And, like, had he was, like, a great goalie. And then he had, like, you know, a literal shit season. So, like, it, you know.
1: What's you gonna do? is, is what he going to do? There's always something. I don't know. Yeah, that's fine. Goals are magic. Goals yeah. are magic.
2: Anyways, yeah, if somebody... Um, just talked to you on the street and asked you to become a sense fan you guys would become sense fans are you sure
1: i'm already a sense fan
2: that's what that's what
1: i was going to say about the video they got a philadelphian in the first Mm -hmm. video with all the drunk people they got a philadelphian to become a sense fan a true philadelphian fan is already a sense fan (laughs) a true philadelphian fan has followed claude Giroux wherever he will leave they don't even need to give me the 20
0: dollars. i'm already there i'm there i'd take the twenty dollars though i'd still take the three
2: dollars i want to i want to clarify <laughs> okay one of the reasons that i was like not mad about oliver bonk going to philadelphia was that so many flyers fans on my feed were like holy shit we got bonk and like the only reason anyone knew who oliver bonk was was because since twitter kept posting about him so i was like you know what you know what if you guys understand then you then you can have him
1: it's true. I think- I remember seeing you guys talking about him for, you know, this entire year. And I, I actually I thought he was gonna go in like the third round. I had no idea that he was like uh, he might not actually be good. I don't care, yeah, it doesn't matter he, to me.
0: But doesn't have a high bonk myself. <I> think- <laughs> Briere must have a hockey Twitter burner and he must exclusively follow the people from Sense
2: Twitter because like Oh I don't know. How else would you make that pick? This probably listening right now. Um, okay, but also, I did like that the second video that the Sens posted in the daytime with a bunch of children. Um, I, I thought that energy was funny because they had a bunch of kids in, like, those terrible Chicago jerseys all lined up. Like, are you guys ready to become Sens fans? And it, it had the energy of, like, we're going to convert you to some, like, new religion or something. It's going to be some kind of ritual. But I think the ritual was just them saying, go Sens, go. Um, but... That was it. Was fun energy. Human human sacrifice.
3: Yeah, <laughs> that was awesome because they were like, "Who needs Bedard? We just want the sends." And yeah, it's like exactly. that's how I feel. Like that's yeah. that's
1: what I say every day. No, it's true. I got so much shit on Twitter for saying I don't want Bedard. I don't want Bedard. I've never wanted Bedard. You're looking at me like that. Reggie's giving me this look. I don't care about winning. I, don't I was going say- to say ever win.
0: This aligns with your um, philosophy of, I don't care if the Flyers win or lose. He's um, about the vibes, say-
1: and he has terrible, awful vibes. Terrible. You're it's wrong, terrible.
0: but like, whatever. Who what was the
1: second overall? <laughs> Fantilli? F- Fantanilli? Fantilli. Fantilli? Fantilli yeah. oh, it was yeah. Leo Carlson who went, but Fantilli was supposed
3: to be. Yeah. But Fantilli, w- people were oh, shocked. Oh, he was supposed he was to go well, Okay, yeah. Who actually it was went
2: second? Leo, Leo Carlson? Carlson? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but it was also like, even more complicated Because the consensus second best player in the draft was definitely Michkov. It's just that people didn't want the risk, which is going to be, I think that Mm -hmm. Flyers fans are in for a treat because this is going to be like a great bit in a few years. Like I was thinking about this because if you pass on by Michkov, you're kind of announcing to the hockey world that like you don't think that you think your competitive window opens sooner than in three years, right? Like in the next three years. So obviously it's more complicated. He might not come over at all. He yeah. might, you know, stay over, but still. And so that means that like in three years or whatever, when he comes to Philadelphia, we're going to be able to look at all the teams that passed on him and go, ha, are you competitive now? What, what, where are you at right now? So I'm really looking forward to making fun of the Habs specifically. Yeah. The Habs specifically, because
3: now, cause you know, that video, of, it's like a, it's like a bar in Philly, I guess, and everyone is. It's the Cole Caulfield year. Oh everyone wants Cole Caulfield. They're chanting Cole, Cole, Cole. They go like whoever the GM was goes up and he's like from the U.S. National Development Team program, and it's like it's gonna be Cole Caulfield. He goes Cam York, and they go Uh ah!
0: and it's the best video ever. <laughs> that was the pro street hockey <laughs> draft party that oh, I went to. Really? Yes. So this year, this year was like the redeem of that. People were talking about that video. I think about it constantly because it was the funniest moment. And then like people, it was redeemed. Like it was really redeemed this time because we,
2: we weren't sure. Yeah, it's funny because the Sens version of that was in 2018. I was at a bar with a bunch of Sens fans and like two things happened. First of all, um, the the Habs drafted Yemi uh, and they showed Hab- sad Habs fans on TV. And we cheered so loudly that the staff came over and said, should we cheer? the channel to the soccer because like you guys clearly aren't watching the draft because they they thought that we were so if we were so hyped it had to be about like an actual sporting event and not the draft and like it wasn't even the Sens drafting it was the Habs making a bad decision but then at fourth overall the Sens selected Brady Kachuk and we were so mad we were like ready to flip tables and that worked out well in the end so you never know
3: yeah
2: also True. isn't Cam
3: York like in his, like, good era? Like, is he no. good now? He's all I, right.
1: personally, do not like Cam York. I've never liked Cam York. Is he's, it just he's, all all right
0: right. Def- he's, like, our best defenseman right now. We're yes, just not he's saying a lot because we have a zero.
1: Like Daniel Breer absolutely views him as the top pairing right now. And in the free agency search, they've been looking for someone who can partner with him. Um... That's probably the number one thing they're looking for. So he's absolutely viewed as the future of defense in this hockey team, for better or worse. He's absolutely taken steps to improve this past year, Um, despite being partnered with, like, (laughs) the rest of Flyers' defense, which is really more of, like, an anchor than anything. um, I think if he had a good
0: defenseman next to him, he might – like really really blossom and like right. learn a lot but he just has not had that guy i mean pro rob isn't no. that pro rob wasn't that guy no. ghost wasn't that guy um rasmus ristelainen was not that fucking guy Yeah, he's um, rasmus ristelainen yeah like, exactly. let, let's, let's look at the bar here he's gotten, he's gotten better apparently
1: i i like rasmus ristelainen i like him i'm glad he's staying um which is funny because we'd probably get more from a Rasmus trade than we would for the Kevin Hayes trade because defense is like defense trades are governed by vibes only.
0: Um I don't know. Really, really. Like I do not know how Pro Rock got that much in return. Well, I do. That was a good trade. I am just glad of, he's gone. I we got a bunch of ready. picks. Are we retaining salary on him? It doesn't matter. Um, I
1: do not anymore. believe so. um I think we're just retaining on Hayes, and then we'll probably retain on. Uh, where did? G- where did? But that's not until the seventh of July. Where did JVR sign? JVR exactly. signed with the Bruins. I can't begrudge <laughs> him. I cannot begrudge him. He is my uncle. You know, he's my <laughs> yes. electrician. He is my uncle. He is the guy I pass on he, the street every day, and and the, you know what? If this is what it takes, then
0: I cannot be The it. Tweets that he likes about like like the ten best yeah generators the top ten for home.
1: generators. That's
0: why he's smiling so my good. He's, he's, so good.
1: What a card! What a card! He spent this entire season partnered with Scott Lawton in bringing in LGBTQ plus youths to the games. Uh, a lot of games I- he would tour the locker room with them. He would sign stuff for them. He's been super involved in the Philadelphia community for, you know, on and off while he's been here or traveling elsewhere, coming back here. He kind of flips around the league a lot. I I love him. him. I I love him. I mean, you know what? And people are pissed. People are pissed that he, like, gets 10 goals a year or 20 goals a year. But you could bet your mortgage on those 20 goals. I love him. Amen. Amen. He is the highest
0: scorer in the worst seasons. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's just how it happens. He is
1: dependable, he is a dependable home generator.
0: Have you seen those videos of him, like, like directing pucks, and they, like, all go into the net? Like, it's the most insane skill that I've ever seen. I like, like him. Fire Spans hated him because he was, like, 6'2", and, like, didn't really hit people. <laughs> anyway.
2: <laughs> Incredible tangent. I feel like I'm being <laughs> – I mean this in a nice way. I feel like I'm being brought back into my camp counselor days, where I keep trying to, like, bring everything on track and, like, organizing things. I'm, like, everybody hands on top. Um, <laughs> it's time for Sorry. it's time for activity now at- <laughs> i was a camp counselor i was a camp, camp should- counselor for a long time listen like you should edit it where like whenever there's a tangent just do like a beep and then, and then cut to me being like okay can we go back on track? <laughs> okay so we were talking about <laughs> so basically obviously when we invited you two onto the podcast we were like you know the big thing to talk about in the nhl is or in hockey is going to be like The draft, free agency, stuff like that. And that would be the whole episode. And then, like, the biggest women's hockey news of all time dropped. Um, It's a huge mess, and we're still kind of figuring out what's happening. But basically, for anyone who doesn't know, the organization that owns the PWHPA, which is the Professional Women's Hockey Players Association, has bought the PHF, the Premier Hockey Federation, um, which was the only, like, actual league where... With professional women's hockey, where women were being played to, like, actually compete in women's hockey for trophies and stuff. Um, Anyways, they bought that league and are basically just, like, destroying the league and, you know, building a new one over it. Uh, Like, all the contracts are void. They're apparently not going to keep some team names. It's a huge mess and very complicated. And I hope it'll be good in the end. But uh, for the moment, it's, it's pretty bad vibes. What are... What do you guys think of this I mean I'm I'm friends with a lot of people who like
0: cover work in or like even play women's hockey and it is like ridiculous it was like a, a very sad day like the PHF has had many many problems in the fact that like apparently they were you know financially not so sound and they were having some trouble um in addition to like they they never really tell. They don't have they don't have a good way of telling all the players things that are happening. And so they would find out the exact same time that, you know, the general public would, which is not how an organization is supposed to be run. And it's also exactly how they found out they all of their contracts are void and how they wouldn't get enough money. Um, I feel bad because they were even like planning a strike to like take those at will clauses out of those contracts so that they weren't really locked in. And it was just like, uh, everything is just kind of miserable because so many people are, I mean, over a hundred, someone said, I think is the estimate yeah, I think women talking players 20 maybe. out of the job, like immediately, mm-hmm. just because there's only going to be however many teams, like, was it six or seven I
1: think
3: and so, they're
0: yeah. six and they're not even going to be in the same, like they're cutting some like really good markets and it's. Uh,
1: yeah, the, oh, no. the decision, to, or I suppose it's still rumor right now, the rumor that they're getting rid of the Boston team, of any yeah. team in Boston, is just inexplicable to me. As someone who like fervently hates Boston, you cannot deny that that the Boston pride had really flourished there. They had they'd really grown their attendance. They had a lot of fan loyalty. They'd built a whole culture and identity for themselves. And even if it was, even if it changes, and it will change, I suppose, with this news, like they're getting rid of team names and whatnot. But to leave Boston as a market entirely is just unfathomable. I can't believe it. I, I really hope they don't do it. I hope that's just a rumor.
0: I really do hope that a lot of the news coming out of this is just rumors because it's like any way you look at it, this is like, it feels like the most cowardly way this could have happened, like on both sides, because people in the PHF would have known about this or like, you know, at the, at the top, should have known about this a, a long time ago and they should have distributed this information. And then people from the other side, I mean, I know that there's animosity between the two groups and, um,
1: and just, I don't just know. For I don't the know PhD, is just for the PHF to sign these record-breaking deals mm-hmm. Like, oh, the, the, so much money, so much more money. It was huge news when people signed contracts for way more than, like, 80K. Just to negotiate those contracts when they must have known that they were either approaching bankruptcy or being bought out. You know, it leaves a bad taste in my mouth. And I'm sure it leaves a bad taste in the mouth of a lot of the players who are screwed by this. Mm-hmm. So. It's just ridiculous. Because it's happened before, right, with, like, the...
3: Like Canadian Women's Hockey League or something like that. I don't remember what the acronym was, but like it just, like the league is just gone overnight. And it's like, that's a ton of fans who like were dedicated and stuff. And now it's like they have lost their team. And it's like, it, it can't like every few years if it's just like, and now the league is gone.
2: Yeah. And it kind of feels like it always felt to me like the sort of central disagreement between the PHF and the PWHPA was that. The PHF seemed to think that the way to grow women's hockey was to have players playing hockey and have teams that people could root for. And, you know, the, the idea was sort of like, let's just do everything we can to have games that people can watch and people can get excited about. And if we just do this enough, the money is going to come and we'll be able to, you know, fund it and unfortunately that really came at the expense of player well-being and stuff there have been quite a lot of articles about how it was a really really bad work environment for a lot of these players so i think that the pwhpa's sort of philosophy about that was like well we shouldn't be be required to put up with this kind of work environment and i think they were right to say that right like i think i i think they were they were right to take a stand against those types of working conditions and ask for better. But I also think that, you know, the PHF wasn't doing anything wrong. They weren't, I mean, the the, the organization, yes, the front, the, the people in charge, absolutely. But like the players and the people working there, I don't think they were holding women's hockey back. I think that there's something to be said for having teams that people could get excited about. And what like, I don't know, what really leaves a bad taste in my mouth about this is, yeah, all those rumors about like changing the team names or something like that, that just feels like, it's completely disregarding the fact that the PHF put years of work into building brands, building team identities, building fan bases in these cities and like they did have some success with that. Like they got people excited about these teams and about these players and to just like throw that away because oh we don't like the team names or whatever. Like that that just feels really shitty to me. It yeah, I the only thing that I can hope
0: to come out of this is the PA, the PHWPA, like they feel like they wanted to take a different approach than the PHF as the PHF, you said they were like, just build from the ground up. Like whatever happens happens. Like we need to get hockey into people's cities versus, you know, a group that was wanted some NHL support and wanted like, to have everything perfectly in place before anything truly began. I mean, I can see both sides of that argument. So it's, but it's frustrating that they had to come together in this way. Like, and it, I don't feel like it had to happen, but maybe it did from a financial point of view, but um, I don't know. The only thing I can hope for is that there is another league and they do have like a fine, the financials, support to pay these players what they earn and hopefully have some exciting hockey games and have a full season and maybe hand out like, again, like a cup, but it's just, I don't know. It is really disappointing to see something like this happen. Cause it, it feels less like a cohesion of ideas coming together and a little bit mm-hmm. more of like a just chop um, off of like a complete section of women's hockey that, this, the people with money deemed um, not irresponsible, deemed not worthy of acknowledging in any way, which is really frustrating.
3: Yeah, the other thing is that I like, I'm first to admit about myself, that like, I don't know as much about women's hockey as I should, but it was so annoying to see all the takes where it's like, well, finally one league, isn't that what everyone wanted? Like, isn't that the good thing? And it's like, that is the worst analysis of the situation.
0: In a vacuum it seems like a good idea, but like when you look at the history of the things going on, you know that this wasn't going to end well.
2: Like the most growth that we've seen in like women's hockey has happened while there were two competing leagues. Like that has been a good thing. And also like I don't think it was ever as much of a barrier as people thought it was. Like I think there was this narrative that it was like, Oh, they could never get funding as long as the NHL or any organizations or sponsors had to choose between them. But like when you think about it, If the PHF had better funding, they would be able to run a better league that would probably encourage PWHPA players to move over. And if the PWHPA started a league that treated its players better and was a better working environment, PHF players would move over to that. Like I think we would have ended up with one league eventually, and it's not it wasn't like this this huge barrier, like people are saying. And honestly, the main thing that like annoys me, well, one of the main things that annoys me too is the fact that apparently rumor has it PWHPA players are going to have priority when it comes to contracts, which just sounds so petty and unnecessary to me. Like you already know that the top players are in the PWHPA. They're probably going to get contracts. Why not just have them compete against the PHF players? Like, I don't know. It's, it, it just seems so, so petty, that element of it. Also
3: the other thing about like, Okay, I don't necessarily know, like, a lot of people think, like, you need NHL support to be able to run a women's league. I don't know if I agree with that. But, like, even for, like, let's arg- let's say argument's sake, like, yeah, you do. The NHL has enough money where it's, like, the fact that they were like, no, we won't support two leagues. Like, just make one league and then we'll support you. Is like, they really didn't have to do that. Like, the NHL made that decision. They didn't, like, that wasn't something that had to happen. They just, like, decided to do that.
1: I hesitate to give my, my opinion just because I don't play professional women's hockey. I don't play unprofessional women's hockey. I don't play hockey at all. Um, but I think sometimes players can resent being tied so heavily to the men's aspect of the sport. Um, but at the same time, I think a lot of people think that they need the men's support, the support of the men's side of the league to be seen as legitimate and competitive um and professional um i don't know i think i think that's another argument that might have just been made moot by this happening by this uh takeover i guess um but it'd be interesting i think to see more opinions i wonder if it differs between former PHF players and um, the new leagues. Are they still calling it the
0: same thing? Are they changing the acronym? No idea. Do we I do they're changing the acronym to like professional women's hockey league or something like that. Okay.
1: So, well, I, I mean, I guess all we, I guess all that we can do, all that players can do is just wait for more information. Um, mm-hmm. And hopefully they will
0: provide it soon. Yeah, it's tough. I think I mean careers are ending with mm-hmm. with this split. Like there's no way. Yeah, and you have to
1: think that. about all the players who came over in visas who will no longer have a company to sponsor them, so they'll probably have to go back um, and kind of wait at home, I guess, to hear in the news about. Uh, I I'm not sure how the tryouts and competition for contracts are working i'm not sure if they've released details on that um or even when that will occur so i think it's just a waiting game for all of us which is disheartening i feel like if this they could have executed this takeover a lot better regardless of whether this takeover needed to happen they could have announced this when they had a formal plan in place they could have had a formal announcement and um well i guess they did later but They really could have structured this better. They could have told players ahead of time. They could have had concrete dates for when this merger is happening, when tryouts are happening, what's exactly the structure of the contract buyouts. There's just a lot of missing information that I think would have gone a long way to spreading goodwill towards the ending of the PHF.
2: Good way of putting it. Yeah. And, like, obviously, you know, I'm excited to watch this league. I'm going to be watching it. I like watching women's hockey. Hopefully, this does lead to good things in the in the long term. Um, but I think that – and, yeah, I, I do think that I am suspicious of people in the replies to tweets about this who have been saying, like – well, I'm not going to watch the league because of this or something. Like, I'm assuming those are people who didn't watch women's hockey in the first place and are just trying to find another excuse. Um, but so, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm going to watch it. I hope that people can get excited about this league and everything and that it works out well in the meantime uh, or in, in the long run. But I also think that it's okay in the meantime to also be upset about how this happened.
1: Yep, I think that's a reasonable take because... When it comes down to it, I want to support women's hockey, wherever it is, whoever's playing it. At the same time, though, part of supporting women's hockey is supporting the players who play women's hockey. Um, I don't know. It's a tough pill to swallow right now, but hopefully it'll lead to better
2: things. Mm-hmm. I hope so. Um. So I think that is all the topics we had to talk about. Um, Obviously, like free agency happened and stuff, but the Sens didn't do that many interesting things other than signing a goalie for too much term and too much money. Um, (laughs) um, But they also, they did did sign two of Thomas Shabbat's friends for their AHL team. Uh, So that was pretty cool. But yeah, so that was kind of, I'm so sorry to interrupt.
3: Eric Brandstrom is back for another year. True, so true everyone who forgot about that, Oh my god.
2: All really awesome. uh, yes. Um our short king is back. Our savior is back. Yes. I'm so excited about this.
3: Yeah, he's and he's going to be an RFA again. So I was afraid he was going to be UFA and I'd be like and I was like why did they only sign him for one year though? He's gonna be an RFA, so that is when he will get
2: his eight by eight contract. Will be next year,
3: so everyone look forward to it.
2: Um, It's so so monumental that Twitter decided to shut down to prevent people from posting their hot takes about Eric Brandstrom. Understandable, to be honest.
0: Oh, everyone, please hold. The Flyers are having their development camp, and Forey has a new number. I need to see it. Yes, isn't it eighteen? Yeah. Garnet Hathaway,
1: old as hell, old as hell, thirty-one.
0: Scott Long is uh, an angel. I liked him and JVR being the two um, pride people because JVR is someone who will like, in my mind, in my mind, use your pronouns. Like he'll understand. He won't ask weird questions. Like he, you know, he's he's just there to like be a good like, yeah you it know what i support you whenever what exactly exactly and he doesn't care that you guys are are two lesbians living together he's not gonna oh. he's not gonna ask questions oh, why would he care you exactly
1: like do, does being a lesbian mean you need two generators Even yes
0: there? Well, well, scott lawton has the energy of a person who's trying really hard like his mother is gay so he, yes i know he's, and he's, He's like had to grip on to like he's he's trying his absolute best. Like he might not be perfect. He messes up on occasion. He's not he's not the greatest with words, but the thought is there. And he's like that. The, that's the main thing. We when you're an ally, you don't have to be perfect. You can mess up sometimes. It's all right. We, people will understand as long it's as your intent is good. It really is the thought that counts, no matter what. You know he's gonna like. He's gonna, like, maybe ask, like a, like, a very, like, roundabout way, like, what's going on with you, like, if, if, if you need anything, like, he's gonna be a little bit, like, thanks, like, I'm, I'm good, though, but he's gonna be okay, like, it's, this, this in my mind, like, I've made this up.
2: That's okay, we do that all the time with students players, so we're just expanding the lore yeah. right now. <laughs>
0: anyway, I think this is a good place.
3: Anyway, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think just ending on how good an ally JVR is,
1: is a good like, place. God bless you, JVR. Good luck. Good luck wherever you go after Boston. To be honest, I didn't even think he was going to Boston because I thought he died. <laughs> I thought he fully, I fully thought he would retire. No, Whatever. good, make good make for good him. Years. Good for him. I love
2: him so much. Best good. of well,
1: luck. Best of luck.
2: <laughs> anyways, um, this was a lot of fun. Both go. Send go. Uh, I, I was gonna actually ask you to to each say a, a go son's go before before leaving um so that you can of course complete the ritual to become sons fans um, okay just to get those children off the street uh- <laughs> so wait so we're not doing the blood sacrifice along with that I
0: did I, I need some clarification here yeah I have the candles like okay I came po- fully prepared to draw a chalk circle on my bathroom floor so like I'm gonna have to cancel a few plans if we're not. <laughs>
2: No, no, no. Once, once we finish recording, we can sort that out. All right. Okay. Cool. Cool. So, anyways, what you're we saying is, where can people find you online? Uh, let's start. How about Victoria? You start. Where can people find you online?
1: You can find me on Twitter at Fake Hockey Team. Wait, is that mine? Yeah. At Fake Hockey Team on Twitter, um, for as long as Twitter works, and and then nowhere else.
0: And, then, okay. and if you can't find me, that just means I'm living my life.
1: <laughs>
0: You're finally. Yeah, I, need Twitter to, I need Twitter to break down so that I can be free. Like, truly, truly free. Megan, where can people find you while Twitter still exists? While Twitter still exists, everyone can find me at Defense Mint. So it's like defense and then mint. Um, defense spelled the correct way, the American way, uh,
2: with an S and like, they still have the c or something possibly yeah, honestly same. i don't i use both i don't really care yeah
0: no no one that's of them is the thing. um <laughs> right right yeah it's weird anyway so you can find me there and then if twitter does die i actually do still want people to find me and that's gonna be at sweetest art on instagram like sweetest and then art yay that's it yay.
1: <laughs> thanks
0: yay. for having
2: us go sends go Go sends, go. Bye. Go sends, go. <laughs> there we go. We've all completed the ritual. Bye. <laughs>